0: me. I need some.
1: Okay, go ahead. I need a vocal coach. <laughs> Why <are you> <laughs> I need to learn how to manage my diaphragm. Oh, gee. well, you got to start from the
0: diaphragm. <clears throat> oh, geez. Oh, tell me. Oh, that was powerful. <laughs> that was powerful. Okay. All I right. think we're recording
1: though. Okay, hold on They got you. Well,
0: I'm gonna leave that there. Just
1: really, you know. You know what? Maybe I'll get a record deal out of this. Oh, it's okay. Well, anywho, maybe Ty Dolla will want to produce me. I hope he does. I really do. Just for you, then we can have one of those inappropriate relationships in the studio (laughs) that like gets captured (laughs) in a docu series later on in life. Anyway, okay.
0: Welcome to the
1: NSFW podcast.
0: Yeah. It's the first one. Yes. I'm excited about it. I'm very excited too. Welcome, people. What are we talking about well, today? first
1: you got to tell them what NSFW is. Oh, means. you're right.
0: Sorry. <laughs> so NSFW, <laughs> I hope you know it means. Never not say
1: safe. the F word. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know it means. Not safe for work, for one. And then, uh, it's basically about two lovely, gorgeous black women who became friends in corporate America
1: and somehow have managed to not have a filter all in the same breath. Yes. Um, so we really clicked by noticing that either one of us is not afraid to say (laughs) inappropriate things in the workplace. All the
0: time. Uh, At all. It's not safe anyway.
1: Yeah. But we work for, um technology company Mm -hmm. we will not disclose which one nope because we don't want them calling us um but we are based here in atlanta the Mm -hmm. black mecca black hollywood yes Mm. so that's a blessing but uh yeah you know we're fortunate enough to have a lot of people in our office that really relate to us that's true so that's kind of why we're able to really have a good time at work and talk about what's going on in the world in a real way that's true like 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 you would talk about it with your friends at brunch or that's something. true yes yes yeah.
0: that's usually what happens
1: anyway mm-hmm. we also roast each other like we are at a lunchroom table yes. at a middle school
0: very much so it's a lot of body shaming that happens at work
1: i'm not gonna comment on that <laughs> time's up kirsten time's up
0: i'm sorry i don't know what she's
1: referring to <laughs>
0: Okay, anyway.
1: Uh what are we talking about today? Um
0: what does it say on our
1: notebook? So I think we're gonna, you know, just review how how our weeks were. And then we can get into our hot topics.
0: Okay. Caliente. Well, how was your week, madam?
1: My week was good. Um <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I, it's funny because I I do feel like I had an interesting week to like kick off this podcast with stories. So I was out in the field this week visiting some people, and it's always interesting. A bit. It's always interesting. I, bet. I, I have, and I know I've talked about him in the office. I have this one partner that is just absolutely ridiculous and borderline senile, and you know he's a great. Um, I, I won't say he's a great businessman. I don't really know, but he definitely has a handle on like what's going on at his property, but he's just like that person that like has up in their own delusional mind what's right and what's wrong. And he will argue you down even though it's like completely wrong. He don't, he doesn't care. And so I had to deal with that this week, but I, I got some great, you know, progress with them. Um, other than that, we you know, the work week was the work week. Mm-hmm. Weekend was, it was popping. Shout out to my sores. We're, rec- we're recording this on January 14th, okay? For those that don't know, Deja is a Delta. My founder said it was yesterday. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, so oh, it was a live weekend, honey. honey. Yes. Lord Jesus. We came to the yard. The yard wasn't live. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, so that's why we came. I'm not going to start a chanting world on here but
0: thank you how was your week (laughs) my week was fine being sorry my dog is bothering me um my week was fine nothing major honestly it was productive which it needed to be but I was ready to go I'm just being honest ready to go from where from work yes oh that's normal though I know but like don't you hate waiting for Fridays like waiting on a Friday is the epitome of my life at this point and I'm bored as hell I'm one of those that needs a challenge all the time and without
1: one. I definitely understand. You just got to find something to focus on in the workplace.
0: I have. I'm trying to distract myself because if not, you know what happens. I yeah, talk a lot. Yeah. yeah.
1: Kirsten will talk your head off in the office.
0: You will. Anyway. <laughs>
1: having to put them headphones on. You know
0: what? I put my, I'm usually less back up because when I have my headphones on, who likes to bother me? I believe it's you. I,
1: I, I bother you for one question. Sometimes it's more than one, but Kirsten does always have her headphones on. So it's like, we'll be there like Kirsten, 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 and she'll turn around like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like we the have whole it.
0: office is staring at me like literally. people have been calling your name for 10 minutes. Whatever. Literally. It is what it is. I'd I be trying to zone people out. But anywho, we'll talk hot topics. Moving on. Uh So, Paris Jackson, if those who don't know that.
1: Wait, wait. I think we should give them a rundown on how the show's going to go first. Okay. So, every week, we'll come in. We'll kind of give you a recap. Um, how, how are things going with us? And then we'll get into some hot topics, which is basically the stuff that we like to talk about at work. That's not safe for work, but we don't care. Mm. And then we're going to go through some helpful things that you guys can take into your workplace, like appropriate work clapbacks when people try you. Okay. So ways to clap back without getting fired. Uh, We'll go into our work playlist and then tips of the week. Um, for work life just on a serious note things to help you be more productive and succeed more so yeah now we're ready okay okay
0: so parish jackson uh that's michael jackson's daughter ladies and gentlemen decided to pick up hitchhikers doing a good deed i don't know somewhere in california
1: Somewhere in California. That narrowed it down a it lot.
0: It wasn't in specifics. We'll just go de- ahead and say yeah. LA. So she decided to pick up hitchhikers. I'm and look this then... up while you're telling it. <laughs> and then got upset because they stole her debit card.
1: Mm, like, how did they steal it? Like, did they rob I, her? She, I or... guess she took
0: them to like a gas station or something. And then like, she got robbed.
1: I'm very confused right now.
0: But my thing is like, how did you not know that like that shouldn't have happened?
1: Okay. They were in LA. First of all, is anybody really how do you know someone is a hitchhiker in LA? What? Because of their fashion. Like that is it a hitchhiker? (laughs) Or is that just the look of the day? Because they try it in LA. (laughs) They do. Well, so, first of all, they probably weren't hitchhikers. Oh, they were probably professional scammers. Oh Jesus! Um, and their outfits probably were like three hundred dollars because that's you know the cool thing. Let's do they look, look like? like a I've never been to L.A., but do they look like homeless people? Hitchhiker? No. What does a hitchhiker look like? It's, a hitchhiker in L.A. to me looks different than a hitchhiker in Alabama. I don't, I don't know. I mean, okay, I typically imagine a, a universal hitchhiker, hitchhiker uniform. Okay, typically to me a hitchhiker is someone that like looks dirty. Okay. Like it don't matter how if they're white, black, you can kind of see the dirt yes. on them. Yes. Okay? Their clothes are super dingy. Right. Like um but you know this is this is me thinking homeless hitchhiker. Okay. You know, but there also could be A hitchhiker can be someone that just is SOL for the moment. You know, it can be someone that actually is dressed nice whose car broke down. That's true. And they're trying to find a ride. So that is true. Okay, we don't know. We don't really know. Um, Okay, I'm looking at the article. Um, This is on BET.com. And according to Paris, she said she picked up a couple of hitchhikers and one girl was pretty effed up. I mean, I remember taking out a pair of my own socks and putting them on her, and stopping at a effing fast food place to get them dinner. This b effing stole my debit card, dude. She continued. I gave you guys a effing ride across L.A. and I do my very, very best to be the best Uber driver ever. Uber driver? Wait, what? what? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wait. wait,
1: wait, wait. No time. No. No, let me out! <laughs> I do my best I do my very, very best to be the best Uber driver ever, even though I'm not a part of Uber. <laughs>
0: What? I don't understand what, like.
1: This is I, your problem. You think you Uber, but you're not Uber, so you picking up random. What? I'm just, I'm just trying to. This that rich people I don't have. I don't even saying, need to have common sense. like. Well, I can't say if she looks like her dad, because she doesn't, but. Okay. We're going to let Michael my, rest in peace.
0: Yes. I'm not going <laughs> to talk about Michael. But, <laughs> but my thing is. I think somebody had to recognize her. Somebody. You can't live under a rock and not know who Michael Jackson's kids are. The only one you won't know who they are is Blanket. Eh. Paris, but Paris Jackson changed changed up her hair every
1: three weeks. But her face hasn't changed. She still... We don't know if she had a hoodie on. We don't know. We don't know. They probably did recognize her. If We don't even know. They could have gotten in the car and she could have been like, yeah, I'm Paris... And it clicked for them, like, oh, dang, this is, is this Paris Jackson? Like,
0: we they hit know. a lick. I just,
1: Paris, they hit a lick off your ass. Definitely. I definitely feel like, and and the title for this article is so sad. <laughs> no. It's really not it's that not. sad because let me tell you, <coughs> you know, she shut her debit card down. They may have got, like, a couple hundred dollars off of it. You know, you call the bank. you don't have another and one. It all depends
0: on how long it took I her t- to realize that her shit was gone.
1: They could have hurt her so I'm just glad that she's She's safe. I know she's angry but Paris look at the bright side of things you are a multi-millionaire heiress to the greatest artist of of all time time. we don't need to be pretending like we drive an Uber
0: maybe she just wants to feel you know like us regular people
1: regular people don't Don't pretend that they're driving Uber (laughs) this is weird (laughs) This is very weird. (laughs) I just feel like, okay. I just
0: don't understand like what.
1: All them aunties and uncles you got. Her grandmama. I want to know what they said to her when she got home. If
0: she even told anybody. Because that's some shit you don't, you just leave that keep that to yourself. Because that was a dumb move on your part. I,
1: I wish that the Jacksons still had like their a show? lot of their blackness intact. I know. Because cause a black person would have been like, have I'm, you lost your damn mind? I really wish they would have treated her like they were from Gary, Indiana. <laughs> I really <laughs> wish they would. Then <laughs> She walked in and told Yo, that story that is- and they would have been
0: like, what? That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in a long
1: time. Like, how often? That sounds like some shit Paris Hilton would do. No, Paris Hilton isn't dumb. That is a facade. Okay, you said that rock? Oh, honey. What? She got engaged. I know. But what did I have to do with her smarts? Nothing. You know how to get a man. You gotta be a little smart to get a man to give you a rock the size of your eyeball. That rock was huge. Okay. That diamond was huge. I think, yeah, I think Paris told not be, you know, a little, it's a little phony. The whole, I'm a blonde. We well, know, Paris girl.
0: definitely was a blonde because yeah. she decided to be a Uber driver. That's some funny shit. <laughs> Uber driver.
1: <laughs> In quotations. I don't even know what that means, bruh.
0: That is some funny. Oh, man, that's bad. I do my very, very best to be the best uber driver
1: for hitchhikers first of all if you were an uber driver they would pay you wait you know what i'm done with this (laughs) (laughs) i'm not able to make any sense out of this at all (laughs) she's such a pretty girl though
0: she is gorgeous i give her that she's she is gorgeous ain't got a lick
1: of black in her
0: none i don't give a damn with any i'm sorry michael but you know what Because in my personal opinion, if that's Michael's baby, you want to talk about your president and his shithole country's comments? Never,
1: actually. (laughs) What president? Hashtag what president.
0: In my mind, talking about Haitians, he's going to be sick soon.
1: Bruh, you know all the voodoo comments have been out of control.
0: I know, but I'm just saying, sometimes he should be careful. He had Anderson Cooper choke up talking about haiti that's what
1: i want to talk about i love
0: anderson cooper if i could choose a husband
1: it'd be anderson cooper gay or not he's gorgeous we could be like a a a diane von Furstenberg and and (laughs) (laughs) you live your life i'll live mine let's just be rich and great together because that man is gorgeous for 50 the White Fox. He is ladies the one and
0: white person that hasn't aged like milk yet. Well, that's that's
1: called money. That's but called money. I mean, come on, Andy Cohen is forty eight, and Andy Cohen doesn't have Vanderbilt money, honey. Oh yeah, I forgot. That's true. Mm-hmm. Anderson Gloria Vanderbilt still looks fabulous. Yeah, she's still painting. His mother is amazing. How old is his mom? I want to say she's in her seventies. Don't mm-hmm. quote me on that. Mm. I don't know, but.
0: Um, Don Lemon called him a racist. You know, for a while, I was willing to trade Don in the black people trade off. Like, I would have traded him for anybody. Yes. Gary Owen,
1: whoever. Yeah. He's he's slowly getting his black card back. Please tell me you guys have seen the memes. You've seen, oh my gosh, Kirsten. The Don Lemon in 2012 and the Don Lemon in 2018. No. Oh, it's comparing him. Oh. What is it? It's comparing so it's like saying Don Lemon in twenty twelve and there's a picture of something really not black, like like nasty macaroni and cheese. Oh and then Don Lemon in twenty eighteen and it's like some macaroni and cheese that you really want to dig into. Hold on, I'ma find it. You're gonna oh, die. Jesus. You are gonna die. It's a it's a whole Twitter. You know black Twitter is
0: Black Twitter is, undefeated. is my favorite place. Oh, it's my favorite it? place on
1: earth. Okay, hold on. Boo, 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 boo. Mm, I'm gonna find this thread for you. I'm gonna I'm find it. But yeah, I. Nothing surprises me anymore by what President Trump says. Nothing, nothing at all. He. And I was a journalism major, and I know that people have to cover him. I know it's required. I found it. I know it's required for people to oh, cover geez. him because he is the president at the end of the day, but it's just like, I'm so, <laughs> she's not laughing at me. She's <laughs> laughing at the thread that I found for her.
0: Oh no. DeLua White is fine. Mm.
1: <laughs> the rock. Oh jeez. I just, I'm so tired of hearing about him and I just wish that we could like come to a unanimous agreement <laughs> across <laughs> all major news yeah. networks and outlets Except for Fox, of course.
0: (laughs) Black on Viv is way better for the record. Way better. Dark skin on Viv is lit. Oh my God. That we would
1: stop covering him. Stop covering his shenanigans because he feeds off of this press, whether it's negative or positive. And I just, I have no time. I have no time for him. He really irks my life. Rachel Dolezal, though. Hilarious. Oh my Jesus.
0: I'm black, y'all.
1: I don't know. I. What do you think, Kirsten? Were you offended? I mean, of course, as a black woman,
0: I, I get offended by all, half the shit he says, most of the shit he says. But I also think it's just. At some point. I feel like somebody's moral compass has to kick in. Like, I think, I know, I know you're looking at me crazy, mm-hmm. but like, I would imagine like, especially the Republicans that want to keep their jobs. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that at some point you would listen to your base. Cause even you have Republicans saying they're sick of his shit. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that you have, you would listen to your base and be like, you know what? If I want to keep my job, it's either me or him. Some, one of us got to go. And I would imagine you would want his dumbass to go first. Like, to me, it's just, if your whole base, if Republicans and Democrats, like, across the board are saying, you know what, like, this is enough. We're tired of it. Whatever, whatever. I think
1: the problem is, though, that this is exposing, unfortunately, some of the th- thoughts of more people than we even realized in our country. So I think that's the problem. Like, yeah, a lot of these, you would think Republicans would be like, yeah, my constituents are offended by this, whether or not, you know, they're white, black, whatever. But I think that's it. I think a lot of these people in the country agree with him more than we realize. Even still, as more and more comes out that he's saying, people still, what he says is what they are saying at their dinner tables. Yes. And that's true. You know, that's true behind closed doors. That's true. And not just in the South, ladies and gentlemen, like no, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. I mean,
0: I just think Haiti is a beautiful country for one. I want to go. I need to go. I need to plan a vacation, maybe sometime this year. Um, but Haiti is a gorgeous country. And even these African places, like, I don't, they're not shithole countries at all. Like, These are people that have been through far more than you could imagine, and they still somehow find the strength to keep getting back up and getting back to work and doing all the things that they want to do. So for you to call it a shithole country and – People that come here for a better way of life. I know friends that are Haitian. And let me tell you, their hustle is on a whole
1: nother level. Haitians and at least a lot of Africans yeah, that, that immigrate to the United States. Like education is it's their primary huge. thing. Like oh my God. you don't say that you want to be anything less than a doctor. Pretty much. A bomb lawyer yep. or an engineer. Yep. If you don't want to be one of them three, you might as well go Get back the hell to the on. whole country. Yeah. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Too soon. Sorry. No, but really, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's
1: probably how everybody in that that An conference room L. was <laughs> like. like mm. Dang, Mr. Orange. <laughs> we weren't expecting that, sir. At all.
0: My oh, God. Mr. I just... President. Oh. And even now, he's he's not saying that he didn't say something to that effect. He's just like, that just wasn't the term I used. It was crude, but it wasn't that.
1: What? It was crude, but it what wasn't that.
0: You're a crude, okay? You're crude, crusty ass. You need chapstick. All right. And then. lotion. And he needs to get scraped off the orange i was like what does that mean
1: <laughs> the orange um, needs to-, <laughs> to be scraped oh i i do i love the media's response I though too. overall fox news is pretending like it never happened like they Somebody i don't even though. Him, him. i
0: think i forgot what the Dash.
1: we're not even about to start on her, cause she been got traded. Side note: If you don't already follow Seal on Facebook and go watch yo, his rebuttal, this from- was not on yo. our list of hot topics to talk about. Oh, uh, well, it was great. Yo,
0: go, I love Seal for that.
1: It he was, was like, most most "I'm black." <laughs> proper
0: <laughs> clapback of all time at all the see, haters. You see these scars on my face? Yeah. Said, oh shit! Right. <laughs> About to These are now. from the people of my country. My parents have from Nigeria. Don't get it twisted.
1: That was my favorite part. Yeah. Don't get it twisted.
0: <laughs> I was like, ooh. I said, uh-oh. <laughs> he said, back off. off. I said, oh. Well, then. I said,
1: Seal didn't got
0: real for real, for real, though, Seal was about to get checked when he first said something about Oprah. But it, when he
1: clarified. But what he said... When he I, clarified, it made sense. It made sense from the beginning because what he said was real life. What he he should have got up there and said, "I said what I said." Okay, <laughs> that's what he should have done because I understood where he was coming from. Where he was like, you know, how can you say you didn't know? Let's not forget that everything. We'll just talk about Harvey. We'll just we'll just narrow on a Harvey. Let's not forget that this was an open secret in Hollywood. That's true. Everybody, men, women, everybody in that Hollywood circle knew what was going on. Mm. We were the only ones, the public, were the people that didn't know. Okay. So for him to be like, yeah, I appreciate everybody coming up, me too, da-da-da-da, we're making this aware. But at the same time, all y'all kind of shady because, again, we all knew this was going on. But I, I it's hard because I was your job. It's their job. And Harvey's mm-hmm. was a powerful man. And You see that video
0: of some dude slapping him in a restaurant?
1: Yes. It was great. It was hilarious. It was great. I saw it on Wendy Williams earlier this I week. So well, then. <laughs> Wendy was cracking me up about it, too. Per usual. Wendy hilarious. Williams has actually been on fire this week. She has. Side note, did you see that she was on The View one day this week? No. Very weird. Why was she on The View of all places? I was like, okay. So now we go on rival, rival networks yeah. shows. It was very weird. On was the, she yeah, promoting it was some Thursday or Friday? One of the two. I want to say Friday. I didn't get to see the whole show, but I think she was there, like as a guest, like as a guest commentator for work? the whole show.
0: How does that work? Like- I don't
1: know how that works. I don't know. So I feel like whenever you see weird things like that happening, keep your ears, mm. and your eyes open, because there may be some shake-up. But how? Wendy has a solo show. What shake-up? I don't know. Maybe, what if her show moved to ABC? Or, you know? What if she... <laughs> I don't think she would leave her show to go to The View.
0: No, why would you go from being the star to mm-hmm. one of
1: five? Um, ABC already poached um, Ryan Seacrest from Fox. Did they? I mean, yeah, that's what he... Cause you know Ryan Seacrest was oh, American yeah. Idol, and now mm. Kelly and Ryan and mm. American Idol is going to be on ABC, right? Uh, you yeah, Ryan Seacrest got more jobs than the Jamaican. I love Ryan Seacrest.
0: He's okay. He's okay. He's not. He's not my favorite. He's not. Why? I just. I just don't connect with Ryan. Oh, maybe it's the whole Atlanta thing. What Atlanta thing? He's from here. I know that. But you're from
1: Atlanta, so what are you? That's saying? what I'm saying. I connect with him maybe I love Ryan. I think he's a great journalist I think he's done a lot with his career he has that I give him versatile I do
0: give him credit for that because he he's done well for himself starting an American Idol and becoming the damn executive producer on whether we like it or not the Kardashians because he's making bank off their asses I didn't know
1: he was associated with that he's the
0: executive producer of their show (sighs)
1: He's getting bank off. Them. Strike one, Ryan. He's getting bank. You didn't know that for real? You know, I pretend that they don't exist. <sighs> I literally don't know anything about them besides that. They are still alive. And I'm not going to say, unfortunately, cause that's mean. And I You're never saying, wish that's, death that's, upon that's, people, but, hmm. um, yeah, I don't know anything about them. Oh, okay. Well, that's one. That's his cash cow. Just so you know. And I will say the few times that I've watched the show, I haven't watched it for them. I've watched it for Scott.
0: I do like Scott. (laughs) Scott is hilarious.
1: He's the only only one that tells them how it is. I love it. Scott is the only one
0: that tells them the truth. He'd be like, what is wrong with you? I love it. I Let the Lord
1: be with you. (laughs) He's the only one that has some sense.
0: Okay, anywho, speaking of Harvey Weinstein, Aziz Ansari got accused of... uh, Sexual assault. And it's a weird, like, it's some weird shit that you would see in a movie. The like, story. What? what's the story? Hold on, let me pull it up for you. Okay. It's happened last year, so it's recent.
1: I just literally, if Aziz, I'm sorry, tried to sexually assault me, I would. I, kick would his ass. I wouldn't even kick his ass. I would literally just look at him and laugh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a weird, like. by nerd. Okay. It's like. Just,
0: the, the title of the article is, I went on a date with Aziz, I'm sorry, it turned into the worst night of my life. Okay, let's
1: not... So,
0: okay. yeah, right? Um, this girl named Grace, that's not her real name, obviously, okay. but she was 22 at the time, this was last year at um, the Emmy Awards, after party. Okay. Um, she said... They talked because she had they had the same kind of camera or whatever, and she noticed it. Okay. Because I guess he was using film; he wasn't using a digital oh, camera, so okay. she recognized, the f- you know, yeah. all that shit. So apparently, she actually they took pictures of each other there. Mm-hmm. She they have they posted a picture in the article of the picture she took of him. Okay. Um, and then so I guess they exchanged numbers, okay. and so when she she lived in New York, so when. She got to New York. He texted her or whatever and was like, let's meet up. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so it basically says the date didn't go as planned. The night would end with Grayson and Uber home in tears, messaging her friends about how Ansari behaved. Um, and apparently she showed text messages. She has text messages and stuff from him. I don't know. So what exactly did he do? Does it? Oh, it's okay. I'm getting there. Okay. So it says, um, so she went to his apartment in Manhattan. First, you meet guys at the place you we don't go
1: to their apartment ladies but we're not victim blaming we're not victim blaming but we if gotta you're be gonna smart learn
0: something from this
1: wendy williams step, got got killed for basically telling girls to be smart but i i was here with you I wendy believe, you like, gotta be smart just step one if a guy especially on your first date at that don't go
0: to their house first you go to the wherever you're supposed to go you meet there you don't like come on Granted, nothing happened at the, when she went to his house the first time. Okay. So, they went to his house. Um, they had small talk, drank wine. Okay. Um, she said it was beautiful. They went to this place called Grand Banks and Oyster Bar. Mm, sounds on like board, it's out of my budget. Thank you. <laughs> on board a historic wooden schooner on the Hudson River just a few blocks away. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. It says she sensed he was Eager to leave. Um, when the waiter came over, he quickly asked for the check, and he said, like, let's get off this boat, she recalls. And I hear, I'm i hearing his voice as I'm re- let's get off this boat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what so I hear. I... <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I hear when I read this stuff. Um, <clears throat> they walked the two blocks back to his apartment building um, on Tribeca's Franklin Street, where Taylor Swift has a
1: place too. Yeah. Okay, irrelevant. It Very. I don't understand why they put that in there. Um, I thought all the rich white people live. Well, just not white. All the rich people in New York lived in Tribeca, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, isn't uh, that where the king and the queen live? King of
0: who? Jay Z and Beyonce. All right. No, they live in L. A. Now. They moved.
1: Okay, they still have a home in Tribeca.
0: I'm sure because they or go New back York. and forth. I,
1: I don't know. Maybe. I'd I, imagine I heard. They would. I think that's where I heard they lived.
0: I'd imagine they would on like the top floor of some large building Ugh. i don't know um it says we love uh, you, you b we do love you we probably will never say anything bad about you beyonce specifically no
1: i will keep it real because but- i love you and i'm not allergic to bees so the beehive can come from <laughs>
0: <me>. <laughs> okay but I, I
1: love you but i keep it real
0: we'll be honest okay anyway um it says, when they walked back in, she complimented his marble countertops, according to Grace, and sorry, turned the compliment into an invitation. He said something along the lines of, how about you hop on up there and take a seat? Um. Within moments, he was kissing her. In a second, his hand was on my breast. Then he was undressing her. Then he undressed himself. She remembers feeling uncomfortable at how quickly things escalated. That is fast. Like, dude, what? Is- It says, when Ansari told her he was going to grab a condom within minutes of their first kiss, she voiced her hesitation explicitly. I said something like, whoa, let's relax for a second, let's chill. She says he then resumed kissing her, briefly performed oral sex on her, and asked her to do the same thing to him. She did, but not for long. It was really quick. Everything was pretty much touched and done within 10 minutes of hooking up, except for actual sex. Um, this part is actually really, really weird, and I probably would have punched him in the face for this. Uh, She says, Unsari began making a move on her that he repeated during their encounter. The move he kept doing was taking his two fingers in a V-shape and putting them in my mouth, in my throat, to wet his fingers because the moment he'd stick his fingers in my throat, he'd go straight for my private area and try to finger me. She called it the claw
1: please finish. I'm building on my comments. Up. Um, that's crazy.
0: <clears throat> and sorry. Also physically. The pulled. Clown. I'm sorry. I had to let that out. <laughs> we are not victim blaming, but that is the wildest shit I've ever the heard. Clown. And then, and then
1: he started to pull out the, the claw. <laughs> Oh my god girl, run <laughs> run i'm done with you
0: that reminds me of the what movie uh scary movie with the little the man with the little hand <laughs> grab my hand grab, <laughs> grab my strong hand
1: oh, that's, oh <laughs> god that was probably aziz <laughs>
0: grab my <the> penis <laughs> grab my strong penis <laughs> or
1: else i'll pull out the
0: claw oh my god oh my god
1: Okay,
0: keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> that's funny that you said that because she said that's what he did next. <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> um, he probably moved my hand to his penis five to seven times. He really kept doing it after I moved away. But the main thing was that he wouldn't let her move away. Um, it was 30 minutes of me getting up and moving and him following and sticking his fingers down my throat again. It was really repetitive, like a game. She said she used verbal and nonverbal cues to indicate how uncomfortable and distressed she was. Most of my discomfort was expressed in me pulling away and mumbling. I know that my hands stopped moving at some points. I stopped moving my lips and turned cold. Did she use the nonverbal or the verbal cue? No. No. I don't know. I, I haven't seen that yet. Um, It says... I was physically giving off cues that I wasn't interested. I don't think that was noticed at all. Okay,
1: just to note, the best physical cue you can give off when you're not interested and a guy is assaulting you, kick him in the nuts. He will get the point. That Well, kick hold on. Kick him in the nuts. Hold on. That could just piss him off,
0: though. Yeah, yeah. This is true. Yeah, you can't just... A lot of guys, especially if they're trying to associate so you, you think she was
1: f- afraid to do anything really Possibly. to make it stop Because Right mean, now, I'm you, hearing they're that they're she's just kind of like with a lot of money uh, and uh, a lot of power. Uh, uh, uh. That's what I'm feeling. Like, like
0: a uh, yeah, a giggle here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it says, and sorry, I wanted to have sex." and he kept asking, "Where do you want me to fuck you?" While she while she was still seated on the countertop, she says she found the question tough to answer because she says she didn't want to fuck him at all. I don't understand. If you don't want to, just say no. I'm cool. Like no, we're that's not happening. Yeah. So now, granted, I, I we're not victim blaming. Let's make that very very clear. I'm I'm
1: not victim blaming at all, but this whole story it just has me a little confused because and i feel like if i'm confused then at the same time you kind of got to think perhaps aziz was confused mm-hmm. because to me it's never made clear that like no i you you you're not leaving you're not you know just articulating no i don't want to do this i don't want to do this you know just and it's hard because you never know what you're going to do in a certain situation. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, based on how this story is told, I don't know that I can necessarily place blame on Aziz Ansari because he, as a man, as anybody, may not have understood that she didn't want to do this.
0: So uh, then she goes on to say, I re- I wasn't really even thinking of that. I didn't want to be engaged with Engage, I didn't want to be engaged in that with him, but he kept asking, so I said next time. And he goes, Oh, you mean second date? And I go, Oh, yeah, sure. And he goes, Well, if I poured you another glass of wine now, would it count as our second date? He then okay, poured her there,
1: that's a clear violation, that is very much so.
0: Um, he then poured her a glass and handed it to her. She excused herself to the bathroom soon after. She spent five minutes in the bathroom. Um, she went back. He asked if she was okay. I said, I don't want to feel forced because then I'll hate you and, I'll rather, and I'd rather not hate you, she said. Um, <clears throat> she said she was happy with how he, re- he reacted. He said, oh, of course, it's only fun if we're both having fun. The response was technically very sweet. Uh, verbally, in that moment, he acknowledged that I needed, it, I needed to take it slow. Then he said, let's just chill over here on the couch. She said she thought that would be the end of the counter. Her remark about not wanting to feel forced had added a verbal component to the cue she was trying to give him. Thank you. About her discomfort. When she sat down on the floor next to Ansari, who sat on the couch, she thought he might rub her back or play with her hair. Something to calm her down. <sighs> and this is some entitled shit right here. <laughs> And sorry, instructed her to turn around. He sat back and pointed to his penis and motioned for me to go down on him. And I did. I think I just felt really pressured. It was literally the most unexpected thing I thought would happen at that moment because I told him I was uncomfortable. Soon he pulled her back up onto the couch. He made out with me again and says, Doesn't look like you hate me. Halfway into the encounter, he led her from the couch to a different part of his apartment. He said he had to show her something. This should just, it gets weird from here.
1: I'm over this story. Uh, Hold
0: on, we're almost done. Then he brought her to a large mirror, bent her over, and asked her again, where do you want me to fuck you? Do you want me to fuck you right here? He rammed his penis against her ass while she said it. Pantomiming intercourse. (laughs) Pantomiming. (laughs) That's a big word. It is. I just remember looking in the mirror and seeing him behind me. He was very much caught up in the moment, and I obviously very much wasn't. After he bent me over, is when I stood up and said, No, I don't think I'm ready to do this. I really don't think I'm going to do this. And he said, How about we just chill, but this time with our clothes on? They got dressed, sat side by side on the couch. They'd already chilled on, and he turned on an episode of Seinfeld. <laughs>
1: Which is the weirdest shit to turn on after all But of- I think it's, the, like, the most appropriate, like, right. let's just pretend like nothing's happened right. here. Right, and just... Seinfeld. Right.
0: <laughs> she said that's when the reality of what was going on sank in. It really hit me that I was violated. I felt really emotional all at once when we sat down there. That whole
1: experience was actually horrible. Um... Dang, I feel bad for any girls that actually want to get with a zine. I'm sorry after this, because now y'all gonna have to sign a non-disclosure.
0: Absolutely. Um, <laughs> he kissed her again, stuck his fingers down his throat again, and moved to undo her pants. She turned
1: away. Again? Yes! All right, get this to means- the point. They ended up having sex, didn't they? No, that's the crazy part. And it rocked her world. No! It was the best. <laughs> no? Okay. She
0: said she remembers saying, You guys are all the same. You guys are all the fucking same. When she he asked her what she meant, she says he met her with gross, forceful kisses. After the last kiss, she finally got up and said she was calling herself a car and she left. She cried. She went home. She got in the car. Um, she said it reminded he. She compares his sexual mannerisms to those of a horny, rough, entitled eighteen-year-old.
1: So she texted so him. So does that mean that if he didn't come on the way he had, she would have had sex with him?
0: I I don't know. I just think it was just, it might've just been
1: way too much too fast. Okay. But at the same time, like girl, you had so many times to leave so many times to say no. Like it never, to me, I really feel like if she would have said no from the beginning, he wouldn't like, and, and left, like it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Like, I feel like if she, Possibly. when he told her to get up on that counter, if she would have been like, <laughs> nah, you guessed cool. it, <laughs> right, <laughs> it, it wouldn't have gone. For, like, that's uh, just, it's, that whole story is so weird. The whole thing is just very weird. And I feel very bad for her that she partook in things that she just didn't necessarily feel comfortable with. But again, I still am not ready to label Aziz Ansari a sexual assault. Er or a sexual assaulter
0: sexual predator maybe yeah Mm -hmm. so she apparently she texted him and told him how she felt and he apologized like he said uh hold on and scrolling she like he said hey it was fun meeting you um you know whatever whatever he dropped his film off because that's how they like connected Mm -hmm. in the first place And she wrote this long text that I'm not going to read because that story was long enough Mm, about how uncomfortable it made her. And he responds with, I'm so sad to hear this. All I can say is it would never be my intention to make you or anyone feel the way you described. Clearly, I misread things in the moment and I'm truly sorry everybody's confused she was confused he was confused confused. now we're confused i just because aziz has been very outspoken about feminism and women's rights and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and so for this to happen and it it comes out after you know all the stuff that's going on it's just it's so weird it's so weird and confusing to me and i'm i don't know man i don't know because i don't Granted, Aziz Ansari is not my favorite, like, comedian mm-hmm. or anything like that. He's really not even all that funny to me. Yeah. But at the same time, I've heard things that he said about, like, women's rights and all that. And I he supported women all this time. It's just... Uh, this whole story sounds crazy. And granted... It doesn't sound crazy at all to me. It It's just, like, confusing. And I could see where it would be confusing for him and her at the same time. And it's just... Cause it it sounded like a game anyway, like it sounded like y'all was playing, and I don't know, I don't know that whole this whole story just, man, it's
1: just weird to like talk about, cause it's just I don't even understand where to go from there. It honestly to me just sounds like a confusing Saturday night, like
0: sounds like it was a little too much drinking involved, and you just maybe not I don't even know. drinking,
1: just like a classic case of just not knowing what you want yeah oh I'm uncomfortable but oh he's eating me out feels great I don't know what's going on now I have to give him head I don't know this is aggressive no I don't want to have sex with him but I still want to hang out with him uh like it just to me sounds like it's like we just gotta know what we want yeah we got to know what we I want. I feel like if she
0: would have just started when she realized she didn't want to, if she just said no, mm-hmm. all of that could have been avoided. And
1: it's okay to be confused. But Absolutely. Then don't come out with a story talking about it was the worst night of your life and basically trying to ruin someone's career. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people will disagree with me on that, but. More than likely. We'll g- disagree with both of us. We, I mean, we got to look at things with common sense, guys. Yeah. Especially sexually re- sexual relationships, because th- it takes two. Absolutely. It takes two to communicate. Absolutely. It takes two to, you know. Yeah. Well, you guys know. Mm-hmm. Is that the... That's it for Hot Topics for this week. Ooh, and they were muy caliente. Oh,
0: Jesus. Mm. Stay tuned next week because I'm sure some dumb shit is going to happen.
1: Always. Within the next week. Always. This is insane. Okay, so now we will move on to some more uh, tangible advice. Besides, don't be confused in the bedroom. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, we're going to move on to our segment on professional clockbacks. So I know that, you know, sometimes you can be at work and things happen and you are really ticked off and you really want to say something, stand up for yourself. But you don't know how to do it without necessarily losing your job. So just word of advice. Don't cuss somebody out. No, don't do that. Just for starters, think about it. Just don't say it out loud. Right. Maybe write it down in your own journal that you make sure nobody else can find. Um, in your phone, whatever the case may be. But please, don't hit nobody. Mm-mm. Don't try to fight anybody. Um, especially, know. like, as black women, especially, mm.
0: you know, people say shit to us all the time that we really want to cuss somebody out about. You have to compose yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't just, you know, say what you're thinking all the time. You have to figure out a way to maneuver around your thoughts Mm -hmm. and make it the most concise, straight-to-the-point response. Politely, though, you got to be polite about it because when you're polite about it, that's when they really have nothing to say back. Yes, exactly. They just
1: look at you with a blank stare. Exactly. Every time. And and as much as you can, get it in writing. Mm -hmm. Email. All the time. Email every time. No, nope. because we don't want to end up like Grayson and Aziz. No confusion. Okay, absolutely no confusion. So, uh, um, one that is one of my favorite clapbacks at work. Um, and I'm sure you guys have heard this one before, which is why I figured it would be a good, easy one to start off with. Is the as per, mm. as per my last email. Mm as per my voicemail, Mm. you know, this is always a great way to, um, re, uh, what's the, I guess, what's the way I'm looking to say it reintroduced a concept or a thought, um, to someone that either dismissed it originally, if it came from you or is trying to now say that it never, you never said something, Mm. um, is trying to now discredit Anything that you've done, so you got to reach in your back pocket and pull out that as per my last, as per my whatever it is. And it's a great way to keep it super professional um, without being like, didn't I tell you? Or I just sent this, or, you know, I just did this. I, yeah. I, it removes the, the attitude from the situation. And it's a great way to kind of articulate your point again. Um, Cause it's, I love to hit them as per my last let's say it's an email as per my last email I love to then directly quote my email or highlight. highlight highlight will get them too and if you use outlook you can always attach always a former email absolutely in that so that's that's one of my best clapbacks you know it's a great way to to highlight whatever it is that's missing from the conversation that someone is maybe maybe not necessarily accusing you of not doing or not saying but mm. Um, or not being un- some, being unclear about something. It's a great one.
0: Kirsten, do you have one? Sometimes a good clapback is just to say nothing at all. Oh, it pisses people off whoa. to the point of not, like sometimes I just you just got to stay quiet on it. Mind you know, put blown. somebody on like ice for a little bit. <sighs> that like gets their mind working and they mm. get even more agitated and even more agitated. Meanwhile, you're like at lunch kicking it. So sometimes my version of a clapback is literally just
1: to ignore somebody. And that leads me to the point where, and this is for anybody in the workplace, not just black women, black men, whatever the case may be, anybody. I had to learn this because I am quick to to get very passionate about something if I feel like I've been disrespected or not understood to... to Immediately respond. Immediately start typing that email and they always joke in the office because they know when I'm angry or irritated with something, <laughs> they can hear me typing. It's like because I'm over there typing. Like with a the damn passion, honey. going on. <laughs> but a lot of shit. Like Kirsten said, one of the things I learned best is to not respond immediately. Mm-mm. To let it sit there. Let it marinate. Oh, I get to you when I for get for a day you. or two. Yep. Depending on how it makes you feel and how long it takes you to digest it, mm-hmm. because then you'll come back with a clear head and a clear conscious. Maybe you've had the chance to talk to someone um, about it to to make sure that the way you're seeing it is actually a good, accurate way of the situ- uh, accurate depiction of the situation. Um, so yeah, saying nothing is sometimes no response is the best response.
0: Mm. Sometimes just stay quiet. Mm. I Especially if you don't have a filter and you know somebody says something that really upsets you or like really you get an attitude about it, just remove yourself from the situation for a little while and just kick
1: it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Channel our black predecessors and just sit at the counter. Don't do nothing, just sit there for a while. No, too deep. <laughs> <laughs> In honor of MLK, Data. Oh! <laughs> Yes, with the silent protest.
0: Oh, my Jesus.
1: We are not Malcolm Xing it today. Mm-mm. We're taking the peaceful route. Absolutely. All right. Next, we will move on to your work playlist. So, just to give you guys a little fun fact about mm-hmm. me. Oh, here we go. Go ahead. She's such a hater. Not at okay. all. Go ahead. Such a hater. Not at all. I love, love, love. Justin Timberlake I have since I was about seven years old um, besides Harry Potter he's the one man that I've had like a very long relationship with um, in my mind at least you know he's always been there for me musically and I've always been there for him to support him as a number one fan so with that being said the number one song that should be on your work playlist right now is Filthy Mm. Justin's latest single for his upcoming album coming out in february mm-hmm. put your fifty hands all over me it's very funky it's the timbaland produced um timbaland along with some other great up-and-coming producers um and singers slash songwriters i don't know if y'all are familiar with like james fontleroy i hope i say his last name right is it font fontleroy fontleroy i'm not sure mm-hmm. um he works on the track. It's it's like the it's the epitome of when when JT and Timbaland get in the studio together and they start experimenting with sounds and they just want to make funk and that's that's what it gives me. I love it. It's sexy. It's fun. It's motivating. I listen to it at work. I work out to it. It's great. And I really feel like his upcoming project, Man of the Woods, is going to be amazing. Like all his other ones. I, people ask me, "What's your favorite Justin Timberlake album?" I don't have one. They are all equally unique and amazing, and I feel like this will be nothing less.
0: I just feel like it's a little biased. It's biased. Your 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 critique of it is very very biased.
1: I don't appreciate your honesty today.
0: <laughs> it's very biased, but it's a really good song. It's okay. It's not that great. It's, it's a not. really good song. It's not. It's okay. It's not that great. It's that song that if you if you have no choice but to listen to it on repeat, you'll eventually really really like it. But it's okay. It just sounds like he's trying to bring sexy back again. And I don't think but yeah. he should. First of all, I don't think sex let me finish, I don't mm-hmm. think sexy ever left him. So mm. Let's be there. Let's mm. say that. But I also don't think he needs to bring it back. Like sexy back was an era for him. Mm-hmm. And I think filthy is him trying to recreate that. But that's just me. I it's feel an okay you, I song. Can,
1: I definitely think that you can hear that vibe in it. I think for me because I'm so well versed in his music mm-hmm. that um it doesn't necessarily give me like that that same Like, to me, it doesn't make me necessarily think of Sexy Back. Um, But I I, I guess if I had to compare it to a different album... This song definitely sounds like it would have been on the Future Sex Love Show album, which was the Sexy Back album. Yep. Um, It has that kind of... That funk. To me, that album had a lot of funk with, like, weird sounds. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of that. It's very timid. Yes. Whereas 2020... um, it was more musical, mm-hmm. like instruments, um, strings, and pianos. And then Justified is, you know, that classic pop album. Yeah. It's got a I'll give of you that. But I, I feel you. I, I appreciate your feedback. Thank you. I appreciate your <laughs> feedback. Um, <laughs> some other great songs for your work playlist, um, of course, the Finesse Remix. If you aren't already sick of that song, because that song was one of my favorites when the album came out.
0: Yeah, it's a good song. And I think Cardi did a great job on it. And anybody hating on Cardi can kiss my ass. Granted, now, I'm not biased in this and saying Cardi is a star. Mm -hmm. She is a star. Are her lyrics up to par? Not necessarily. But in this day, I will say, in this day and age, your lyrics don't need to be up to par to get to the top. I
1: was going to say I think her lyrics are they've gotten better than 75% they've of the gotten other better. artists out when there, she first came artists. out when she first came out they needed a lot of work mm-hmm. as she's well it was it her lyrics or was it the Dominican no, New I York accent no I think it's gen- genuinely cuz she sounds li- I like Washington Heights yeah I, I don't mind her accent but she's, but she's from the Bronx right yeah yeah I yeah. think I don't mind her accent I literally, it's just lyrics just lyrics that's my thing with her. sometimes I just can't understand her
0: yeah um but I love her. You know what? Sorry, one more hot topic. I, I really wish Cardi would leave Offset. Oh, Offset? I really do, because I just feel like you're better than this at this point. How do you get embarrassed twice on Why for, why do you keep recording yourself? That's my <laughs> that's my one thing. Why do you keep recording yourself cheating on your girl? And then on top of that, your videos got released all in the same week like and then Cardi to say, "Well, I don't want to start over." Girl, you're
1: only 25. That, <laughs> ding, 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 you just said it. I mean, it, it don't matter her, how poppin' like, you are. Mm. It don't matter how much money you got. Some females, it sounds we, we, just gotta, like, we gotta push ourselves out of that mentality that we can't do like better. It sounds like a lot
0: of insecurity. And I love Cardi. And I don't think she, like, of course, I don't think you should be insecure. But everybody has their own battles that yeah. they face. But damn, Cardi, he ain't even all that
1: cute. All that cute.
0: He's not cute at all. Mm. Straight up. disrespectful Atlanta. as fuck, too. Like, I just...
1: North side. That way. Not my north side, he's, though. He's just not... I just don't understand why. Girl, Cardi B is like that friend that's just not leaving her man, but she gonna come and try to talk to you about how her man is irritating her or doing her wrong every other week. And you just gotta... Because you love her, you just gotta sit there and be with her through it all. You can tell her how it is. Like, Cardi, you need to leave him. Cardi, you need to leave him. But we, we love Cardi, so we are not gonna let that affect our relationship with her we're just gonna continue to support her Mm -hmm. and if she leaves him we're gonna be there
0: for her too i hope you do i really do and i never wish for the demise of somebody's relationship but she can do so much better
1: but we gotta you um the one difference between cardi and all your other friends is um is the meek mill nikki Minaj effect this could all be a pr stunt that is all we don't know you know Mm -hmm this could they could have really liked each other and stuff like that but it could be their teams that are keeping them together right now it could we that's the thing with celebrity relationships you don't know who all is really in the relationship yeah because you know how much publicity he could be paying her right now to remain in a relationship because think about how much his career has skyrocketed since since he started dating her her. that's true we don't know what's going on okay Oh, and I love that stuff about y'all got to keep that in mind. Any celebrity gossip that you hear, always remember public relations is real. Okay. That's true. Mm. Hashtag the elevator scene. That's to me, the biggest PR stunt of modern pop history, but I never believed that was real, but that's on a whole nother day. Mm-hmm. This is not safe for work. Not conspiracies <laughs> for work. Conspiracy <laughs> theories. Deja in the right. building. <laughs> I, love good. I love a good pop conspiracy theory. Y'all. Oh, Jesus. Mm. All right. um, Tip of the week. So our last segment is actually just a great tip to leave you guys with to help you um, succeed in this hard, cold world. And let me tell you, everything that we say is not golden because we are still trying to figure it out ourselves, but... We do want to provide you guys with something that we do or that we have that really helps us get through not just our work week, but maybe just life in general. So this being our first podcast and it being the beginning of 2018, um, my tip of the week for you guys is going to be to have an agenda. Okay. You guys can see mine. If you do watch this on YouTube, um, we'll put
0: the link in the description for
1: Y'all, nothing brings me more joy than getting my planner at either the end of the year or if I'm running a little late, that, like, first week of 2018. I usually try to get mine a few weeks before December's out. But I love a good planner, and it helps. I understand you think you may have it all together, but it doesn't hurt writing things down in an organized fashion to make sure you have it all together. Mm. It really just allows you to have a place That you can refer to and not only like to keep track of what you have going on, but it's also a great thing to track what you've done. It's nothing like October rolling around and you looking back at January, February, March, April, and seeing all the amazing things that you did, whether it be at work or in life. Or seeing things that you did that you may want to try to do again and see like, oh, I did this then. Was it a good time? I did it on a Sunday. It didn't really work. Maybe I should move it to Thursday. Um, You know, get a planner. It's great. Um, I've had one. Honestly, I've been using planners every year since I was probably in high school. So let's just say a solid 10 years now and... They're so pretty. Have fun with it. Get get you one that inspires you, too. I usually get mine from Target, um, but TJ Maxx always has a great, affordable selection. Of course, Amazon. Kirsten can tell you guys that I am not an Amazon fan. Don't get her
0: started, please.
1: I love a good old brick and mortar. I love going to the store, so that's just me. <clears throat> Even though they'll be obsolete soon, but that's another story for another day. Hopefully after my demise. Jesus. Um <laughs> That's soon though. <laughs> Good God! I mean, hopefully it won't like really. They won't disappear for like the next like fifty, seventy five, hundred years. Yeah, there we go. Let's um, push it out. Push it out. Good God! I love golds, gold metallic colors. So usually, mine have metallicy kind of colors. Mm-hmm. Just get you something that motivates you, and I challenge you to write things down and see how it helps you. Um, yeah. So that's my tip of the week. Stay organized as much as possible. So let me tell you, a lack of organization is a recipe for disaster. Be out here looking like our president.
0: All right. So (laughs) (laughs) that's the end of our very, very first podcast. Um, So today... Well, we're recording this on a Sunday, but it will be available every Monday. Don't ask me what time. It'll just be there when it be. it's there. <laughs> so make sure you turn on your subscription for our podcast, please, please, please. Um, and also, we both have our own stuff that we do on the side, as outside of this podcast. Deja is a foodie. She has her Saved by the Brunch blog. I will put all of that in the description. I, you heard me just go in, I didn't go in on Justin, but you heard my very big opinion on Justin Timberlake. I talk about music, travel, lifestyle. I'm also a writer, so I write a bunch of different stories. All of that is on my blog, JustKirsten.com. I'll put that in the description as well. And if you really want to see our pretty faces, we will also be on YouTube. So make sure you guys check us out if you want to see us as well. Subscribe to that.
1: And that is the end of NS Wave. Oh, Follow us on Instagram. Oh, now. yes. Follow us on Instagram. And we'll have an um, Instagram page for the podcast up um, probably by tomorrow. So um, in our next podcast, we'll let you know the name of that. But you can find me on Instagram um, at D underscore Jacqueline, J-A-C-K-L-Y-N. And my brunch page is at Saved by the Brunch, like Saved by the Bell, but with a brunch. And I am on...
0: Uh, just about all social media. I don't don't follow me on Snapchat. I just watch other people's stuff. But right, on Twitter, on I'm just really Kirsten. So if you really want to talk to me, I, I love reading Twitter mentions. Twitter is just a fun place. And then on Instagram, I am just Kirsten, but I'm waiting for this chick named Kirsten Wu to give me my name. But <laughs> I, on Instagram, I'm just Kirsten J U S S. K-I-R-S-T-I-N. And on Twitter, I am just, uh, with a T, Kirsten. So I'll let you guys know. I'm I'm going to have to DM her and ask her for my name. <laughs> Kirsten, woo. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Offset. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> anyway, that's the end of our podcast, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Stay black, stay blessed, and stay beautiful. Bye, guys. Bye.